Five Points of Articulation, Episode 1, is brought to you by TempleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Five Points of Articulation podcast, a show dedicated to news and other related topics centered around the world of toys. I'm Daniel, and with me is my partner in crime, the jelly to my peanut butter, Jose. Welcome. Hi, how's it going? It's good to be here. What's going on, man? Good, good. Just get ready to talk about toys and what's going on in the toy world. Awesome. So a little bit about this podcast. You and I, we've been messaging each other back and forth, kind of sharing pictures of different toys, different uh, release of action figures that are going coming out, maybe some of our collections and stuff. And we just decided one day, let's 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 put this on 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 the radio or whatever you want to call this, and let's start talking about it. So my thoughts of this podcast is, you know, we're going to share our love of toys. We're going to share news, different things that we find out. We're going to share uh, basically things that we're collecting, and maybe just branch off from there and see where the ep- each episode goes. I mean, what are your thoughts about things that we're going to do? Um, yeah, like talk about pretty much like. What we what we collect, what's like going on in the toy news and stuff like that, and uh, pretty much talk about possibly like what we picked up during the weekends or if we gone to conventions, like what cool little exclusives we picked up along the way. Uh, conventions, the biggest money grabber of all time. <laughs> it's the place, one place where you get to see everything that you never could buy because you either missed the opportunity, it got sold out or whatever, and it's at a higher price than you want to pay for it. Or you need a wristband or a ticket to purchase those <laughs> items in the cons. If you guys been to Comic Con, you know what I'm talking about. For reals. Well, since this is our premiere episode, let's uh, let's. Let's talk a little bit about ourselves so that way our audience can kind of get to know who we are and what we're all about. So, Jose, tell me a little bit about what got you in collecting and maybe what you collect and all that. Well, I guess it started when I was probably seven or eight. Like, my main three things I collected during that time was Lego Star Wars sets. Because during that time, I think in the late 90s, Legos decided to make Star Wars play sets. I remember those. So that's what I wanted for, for Christmas my birthday so i got like you know, the x-wing the uh once the phantom menace came out so i had like darth maul's ship uh Atticus pod racer and i think i had like the little uh dual set with like qui-gon and obi-wan versus darth maul i think one time and then second thing I collected was the batman figures from the 90s animated series mm-hmm. where there was like 20 different versions of Batman with like, different accessories and stuff, which he didn't need or didn't have in the show. Super Scuba Edition. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There was one I think I got. It was like, it was just Batman. They had like a little vest on, and it came with a gigantic claw for some reason. And like, I don't remember this at this at the show, but I wanted it because it looked cool. <laughs> so I had that. I had the bat. I had the Batmobile from the series and the and the uh, Batwing from the series. And then my third thing I collected when I was little was Jurassic Park toys. So those are three, the three items I collected when I was little. And then I just stopped collecting. At, and I started picking it up maybe four years ago. And I collected the DC figures from the New 52 line. Uh-huh. And then I collected pretty much all of them until they stopped making them for some reason. I don't know why. Because I think DC got rid of the New 52 and relaunched it. <laughs> I bought I, I love the figures. I have like, the entire Justice League box set, which I got it for like 40 bucks at WaterCon a couple years ago. That was the one that came with the seven core members, right? Yeah. 
So I was like really lucky to get it for that price. Um, but now I'm, I'm starting collecting Marvel Legends, um, SH figure arts, model kits. So that's what I'm collecting right now. Well, when you were younger, what, 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 what made you gravitate towards toys? Was it just the playability with them or, I mean, maybe they looked cool or what do you think it was? It was like, it was a little bit of both. Like it was a little cool and like, and just, I could just use my imagination to recreate scenes from like movies or TV shows, especially Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. Like that's my all time favorite movie. So so you like taking the T-Rex and making, you know, making it bite some guy in half on the toilet? Pretty much like that, or like recreate the scenes from like with the, with the Jeep, like like with Jeff Goldblum's ferry line, must go faster. So like, <laughs> like race down the hall, race down the hall, and like in my in my house with the Jeep and with the T Rex right behind. That's awesome. So what about now as an adult? What what makes you go back and collect those things that were maybe considered meant for kids? But I mean, we know that companies are marketing for adults now. What's what's making you still collect these? It's like how the like they're built and made because like most of these six inch figures especially in the marvel line look fantastic with a head sculpt and now using 3d printing mm-hmm. for, for some of these for some of these figures faces especially the movie lines they look fantastic except for the captain america one for infinity war yeah what's up with that his like hand is a different color from his arm yeah and also his face like he has like his hair looks weird it's not like slicked back in the like in the movie and it's really off-putting and they give you like one like one f- like one hand with like his his like uh, glove on, the other one it's like just bare hand, and that's it. There's nothing else. And yeah, it's it's definitely an odd figure. So so you're you what's basically drawing you towards it now is is the detailing and the styling of the figures and how they look. And it do do you say it takes you back to your childhood? Is that what you're trying to do? Recapture the essence of of what you collected when you were a kid, or is it just you want to collect something from properties that you like? It's, I guess a little bit of both because uh, when I was younger, I couldn't get the the Marvel Legends Toy Biz figures because they were like I don't know too expensive or I couldn't find them at stores. Mm-hmm. And so, so I pretty much gravitated towards like the Batman figures. There were a whole bunch of them and they're pretty affordable. And then now as I'm as an adult, I see all these figures like the ones like oh I should had that one when I was younger. Now I can go out and buy those things, pretty much those figures again and like pretty much relive my childhood. Childhood. Now, do you find yourself collecting stuff that you collected when you were a kid? Like, let's say you found some of the 90s editions, Jurassic Park figures, or some of the old Lego sets, or do you just try to stick with some of the newer stuff that's out now? I try to do that, try to go, trying to find the figures I, I had when I was a kid, but they're really hard to find, and also they're really expensive. Yeah, that's that's one of the cool things about this hobby is you may or may not have a gym, and you don't realize it. Um open up your toy box you may find something in there that's worth a couple hundred bucks and mm-hmm. to somebody else of course i mean to you it's just a piece of plastic to them it's it's gold so yeah that's 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 one perk of this hobby is that you may potentially have be sitting on a gold mine when you get older but that's not the reason why people should collect they should collect because they love the merchandise or they love the product that's being created um what would you say out of your entire collection is your one holy grail piece Hmm, that's a tough one. I would probably have to say it had to be the uncanny uh, X-Force Deadpool figure, the Hasbro Con exclusive I got. Uh-huh. That's probably like the holy girl because it's so awesome and it, it's like pretty much literally they took the costume from the comic and made it to the figure, the right coloring, the right shading, 
and all the accessories are awesome. I mean, it comes with a, a squirt gun pistol, <laughs> but it's super, it's super Deadpool, and then it comes with a taco, so it's even, even better too. Does he come with the mask that's like halfway pulled up so he can eat said taco? No, it does not. It just comes like the full mask one, and it has like the one without his mask. That's awesome. But Hasbro is making them with like a, a half mask one pretty soon. You might be able to interchange the head on the old figure and make it the ultimate freaking Deadpool figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, with with me, you know, it's it's funny that you say back in the '90s when I was a kid. I, I'm going to date myself here. You know, I'm more of a uh, <laughs> '80s generation kid. So I I grew up when cartoons were on TV and they were. 30-minute commercials geared towards you going out and buying toys. So every Saturday morning, I would wake up, and I would basically watch a 30-minute commercial about these toys battling each other, and I would ask my parents to take you know me out to the store so I can go get these said toys. Um, I th- When I was a kid, my, my mom would come home, and it would probably be a weekly thing. She would come home, and she would always bring me and my brother two of the same Star Wars figures. Um, so she'd come home one day and have two Han Solos and give one to him, one to me. And this went on years. I, I amassed a really huge collection of old 80s Star Wars figures. Then one day my mom threw it all out. So <laughs> I no longer have um, a lot of those. I actually have a couple figures left from that collection, but I don't have the giant collection that I used to have when I was a kid. And, you know, me now as an adult, I'm kind of devastated because I remember playing with the vehicles and the play sets, the Ewok play set, the, the Y-Wing fighter, the X-Wing. I, I, you know, I had these things. All of it was chunked out, given the goodwill or whatever it was. And I remember I was upset. But my dad came home one day and he, he knew my mom threw all that stuff out and was, uh, I guess he wanted to make me happy. I don't know. But he came home one day and presented me with a big giant purple and black box and inside that box was a gun (laughs) uh for those of you who kind of understand where i'm going here this gun was the leader of the decepticons megatron and that that one toy changed my life forever I, i was presented with megatron um I played with that thing for hours. I took it out of the package. I was running around the street with a gun. I mean, I just thought it was the coolest thing. And then that thing turned into a robot. And I'm like, dude, what is this? And then all of a sudden, you know, because I didn't know what Transformers were. I I must have been, see, I probably was about five. Yeah, I think I was about five. And all of a sudden, on TV one day, I saw a cartoon for Transformers. And I was instantly addicted. I ended up having to, you know, I just, I had to collect these. And my parents went out to the stores and... You know, I ended up getting characters like Will Jack, Bumblebee, Optimus Prime, Megatron, Starscream. Um, I started amassing this massive collection of Transformers. And if you were to see those Transformers today, which I still have those, they are definitely played in toys. They are, they're scratched up. Starscream's missing his <laughs> nose cone. Megatron doesn't have any arms anymore. <laughs> Um, the paint shipping away off of the figures. Yeah, they're they're in such horrible condition. Um, and then I got away from toys. I, I I went to middle school, started doing things that all middle school kids did, getting into sports, got into music and things like that. And I kind of grew away from toys for a while. I never really collected. It wasn't until I got into high school when the Power of the Force line came out. Uh, Star Wars relaunched uh, their toy line, and I had to collect these. I'm like, oh my god. Star Wars is back. So I went out and started collecting the three and three quarter inch uh, Power of the Force line figures. Uh, Little did I know after collecting them for so many years that they were practically worthless. You know, I kept them in the package and (laughs) bought one of each because they were pretty cheap at the time. They were like four bucks a piece. 
And, you know, I'd keep one out of the package, one in the package. And, you know, I amassed this probably about 60, 70, 80 figures, somewhere around there. I ended up selling those probably about 10, 15 years. I sold them to some guy in a garage sale because I didn't really want them anymore. They were just taking up space. But that got me back into collecting. Um, I started going to different Toys R Us's and finding out that uh, different stores like Toys R Us and KB Toys and things like that started having exclusives. And I started learning about different things. Um, I ended up collecting the original Spider-Man figures. Uh, When Marvel Legends first came out, it was introduced as a Spider-Man line. And... I ended up collecting all the Spider-Man figures from that line. And then I found out KB had two exclusives. They had the 2099 Spider-Man and the Scarlet Spider Spider-Man figures. I had to have those. Could never find them. And then one day I was in a, a KB toy store at uh, in Austin. You know, it's a city about an hour away from here. And lo and behold, they had both those figures and they were both on clearance. So I snatched both of those up. So... It was things like that that I was collecting that I was like, you know, I just have to have them. I wasn't really collecting anything like set-wise, like I have to collect all Transformers. I have to collect all this. It was just different pieces here and there that I was I thought were really cool and that I just wanted to keep. It wasn't until Beast Wars came out that I decided that I was going to start collecting Transformers again. And I don't know if you're familiar with Beast Wars, but Beast Wars is a cartoon that came out in the late 90s. Uh, one of the first digital uh, computer animated cartoons on television you know reboot was out before that but it was both made by the same company and it featured a lot of the uh, Transformer characters and new characters that were uh, namesakes that went from robot mode into beast mode characters Uh, they were like living organisms that turned into robots it was kind of a weird concept but it continued on from generation one it was actually in the same uh in the same storyline as the Generation 1 cartoon, so it was more like a continuation of the series. And I got really obsessed with that show, and I got obsessed with the toys. So that was one toy line. I, I, that's when I really finally started collecting a particular toy line. And from there, Beast Wars went away, and then I just kind of kept collecting Transformers, and um, here and there I would pick up Star Wars figure. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much how I got into it. Nowadays, uh, I've pretty much narrowed it down to Transformers, and what I collect on the Transformers are the sh- characters that are based off of the 80s line. So like Power of, the, uh, Power of the Primes right now is the current line that's out. So those are kind of modern day retoolings of the original 80s cartoons. And then, you know, I also collect Transformer Masterpiece, which are more upscale, higher end version of the Transformers that are super detailed. They match the cartoon models both in robot mode and in vehicle mode. I don't know how they pull this off. But these figures are amazing, absolutely amazing. If you ever have a masterpiece figure, I mean, you're going to be impressed with how amazing these figures look. I've been trying to get a Grimlock one, but those are really expensive. Yeah. But I love the I love the detail in dinosaur mode and T Rex mode, and and when he and he's auto, and when he's transformed, it's really amazing. But they're so pricey. Yeah, my Grimlock. Oh my god, I was so happy when I found Grimlock. He uh, they released him at Toys R Us one year. Uh, I want to say it was about eight years ago, and I wanted Grimlock. I wanted Grimlock. I couldn't afford him because he was like eighty bucks, and I was working a really dead end job at the time. And um, my wife ended up picking him up for me for Christmas one year, and I was so freaking happy. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, like with my masterpiece figures, uh, I got the original Megatron, I got the original Optimus, I got Starscream, Thundercracker, Skywarp, uh, Grimlock. Ultra Magnus, the original Hot Rod, Ironhide. I, I got tons. I mean, they're over in a glass case sitting behind me. Um, 
but yeah, so you know, I'm collecting those, and then I started getting into uh, Star Wars Black. Uh, Star Wars Hasbro released a line um, in 2012 or 14. I can't remember what year it was. I think it was 2014 of a six-inch Star Wars figure, and I'm like, there's no way this figure is going to look amazing, and I was wrong. I mean, these figures absolutely look <coughs> amazing. They look like the characters. I mean, now there were some that were really good like i got the entire first wave of star wars black when it came out which consisted of darth maul uh luke in uh, x-wing gear r2d2 and a sand trooper and luke skywalker just looks absolutely amazing in a six inch form um darth maul looks fantastic r2d2 is great i, I just i couldn't believe the detail in these figures and then they started getting kind of crappy <laughs> and you oh, know yeah. you know some of those figures that i'm talking about but with the 3D printing technology and everything that you just referenced earlier, a lot of the figures are starting to come out now that look even better than they did back in 2014. Like, we just got a Grand Moff Tarkin that looks just like Peter Cushing. Oh, he looks amazing. Like, I, I, I agree. I have a few as well. I have the uh, Commander Rex Black Series. That was also exclusive for, for Hasbro Con, but now they re-released him. But it's really hard to find him as well. So luckily I have my my commander rex he looks amazing as well yeah i actually pre-ordered him they're going to be re-releasing him again um i pre-ordered him from big bad toy store <clears throat> so uh which big bad toy store not a sponsor of this podcast in any way um but you know I've, i started collecting those and then when i started talking to you you were getting all excited and getting me you know just i guess excited i mean i don't know any other word about Marvel Legend figures because I wasn't collecting any of the Marvel Legends figures. I had some of the Spider-Man figures from back in the day, but I was like, okay, well, let me go check out some of these Marvel Legend figures. Well, I ended up buying, you know, I have like uh, ten Marvel Legends figures now, which isn't a lot, but it's forcing me to buy a new toy line, and I'm like <laughs> going into the toy store now and scouring the shelves for characters that I want. You know, I'm limiting it to just the comic book versions of the characters. I'm trying to stay away from the movie characters, although. You did show me a picture, and I'm pretty sure we'll talk about this here in a little bit, of a freaking Stanley Build-A-Figure that I'm going to have to collect. Um, but yeah, the, those, are the, those are the lines I'm collecting now. It's Transformers, Star Wars, and Marvel. And I, it's, it's just, it's great. I mean, the reason why I'm collecting these, if you're a fan of sports, you know, if you're a fan of basketball, football, whatnot, you get to buy cards, basketball cards, football cards, you know, things like that. You get sports memorabilia, you get jerseys, you get you get all sorts of things. Fans of movies and cartoons and properties don't have those type of things. So the one way we can show our support and love for these franchises and things that we love is to buy the action figures that go with it. And that's all I do is I take them and I display them on my shelves. And, you know, now I've gotten into recording reviews of certain figures. So it's it's been a fun hobby. And I... I I'm sure my wife wants to kill me with the amount of money I spend on these little plastic things, but it's it's I, I'm never going to stop. I mean, I'm going to be probably a hundred years old buying figures at a freaking toy store. You would just tell her that they're gonna they're gonna be pay, they're gonna be worth something in a hundred years. So. Oh, she she knows so, that they're gonna be worth it. true. <laughs> She's like, those things are not gonna be worth anything. Well, it depends on which one. But if I had to pick a Holy Grail figure, and you know, this is to kind of answer the question that I asked you a little while ago, I would probably say I have a couple toys that i'm really proud of but i would have to say the one figure that i'm like really really excited about is um my san diego comic-con exclusive bubba fett figure uh it's it's a bubba fett figure that comes with multiple weapons and a slab of han solo in carbonite it, it is an amazing figure um it looks fantastic and i'm really glad i have that piece um 
I've never been to San Diego Comic-Con, so I had to, of course, buy it from a third-party dealer. But um, I managed to snag it at a pretty reasonable price. So it, it, it was definitely worth the purchase, and I'm, I'm really glad I have that in my collection. But yeah, that's 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 me in a nutshell. Yeah, it's like going back to like collecting toy lines. Like I collect Marvel Legends. Uh, I started collecting the uh, Power of the Primes Transformers. So I've been collecting the, the Dinobots. Like I'm a big fan of the Dinobots from Generation 1. And who would so be? Been, yeah, I've been collecting those, and I'm waiting for. Since you mentioned Beast Wars, I loved Beast Wars when I was a kid. I still love it now. Uh, I remember trying to get some of these figures when I was little, but they were somehow they were really expensive, and my parents were like, "No, you got this one already." Like, no, it's not the same as this one. Well, they pretty much gave me the the discount version Transformers from uh. like where I live in like in our uh, neighborhoods. We have like liquor, we have liquor store. They sell toys, but it's like a weird third party the uh, company makes them so it's really cheaply made but they all, they'll have the images from like the from the toys itself uh-huh. so i'll get those but never never the the brand name uh transformers or beast uh, beast War, uh, toys it, it's funny but, that you talk about brand name because you know back in the day when i was into transformers you know parents when they go out and buy toys for the kids they don't pay attention to what a particular line is i mean nowadays we you know like when I was buying my kids stuff, I was buying him stuff that he wanted and I made sure I was looking for the lines and stuff that he was collecting. But back in the day, parents didn't care about that. They you saw got GoBots instead of Transformers? Yes. So <laughs> I'd get a pocket full of GoBots and I'm like, what the hell are these? Now I'm mad that I don't still have those because I'm actually have gotten back into hunting down old GoBots. So, but yeah, it's funny that you talk about the uh, discount Transformers. That was our discount Transformer back in the day. Now that I've gotten into some of the photography, I like taking pictures of the character doing things and stuff. And oh yeah, the, the toy photography is crazy on Instagram. Yeah, I mean it's it's just it's just blowing up. So you know those are just some of the things that I, I'm into, and those are some of the things that you're into. What if you uh, right now? Like what, what are what are some of the toys that you're looking for right at this moment? I am looking for um, since Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is, is coming out. Um, Mattel bought the licensing, um, got the licensing back from Hasbro to make their Jurassic Park line. So now they're releasing Jurassic Park toys, better quality than Hasbro did from the last uh, movie they did. But they also started a Jurassic Park collection line or like or Legends line. Uh-huh. So they're releasing figures from the previous Jurassic Park movies. Um, so if I have I have uh, Doctor Doctor Allen. Um, I can't remember the other two characters from Jurassic Park. Oh no, Ellie, Ellie, and I'm trying to remember the Raptor Teamer. Um, oh, you're gonna make me look him up. I want to say Dumal, but it's not. I don't think it's his name. Uh, I typed in Raptor Trainer from Jurassic in an instantly auto-populated world. <laughs> <laughs> no, you stupid Google auto-predict. Um, Owen Grady. Yes. Did no, no, that's right? that's uh, Chris Pratt's character. Oh, that's Chris Pratt. Okay, sorry. Robert Molden? Yes. So I have those three figures, and then apparently the last figure is Dr. Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum. Uh-huh. He is a Target exclusive that I heard from the interwebs. So that's the one I'm looking for, is that one, to finish my my collection on the four, um, the four characters in the movie. Now, those are those little three and three quarter inch, or they might be a little bit smaller figures right they're they're about about three quarter inch figures okay yeah that's so cool but so cool about that figure it comes with a flare <laughs> so you can recreate the scene 
Yeah, so like I want to find at least two of them so I can keep one in the box and one I can open and then buy that humongous Colossus T Rex they have. And then find a lawyer that you can sit on a toilet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you get that. I, I, I could buy that from a custom somewhere. I'm pr- pretty sure you can. Custom, <laughs> custom toy collecting is just also blown up. I mean, people, the things that people are doing now with figures, they, they're taking one figure and turning it into something completely different. And sometimes it comes out looking even better than what the producers of that figure intended for that figure to look like. Um, there was a, uh, a lady that I've interviewed recently for Temple of Geek by the name of Emma. She has a uh, uh, Instagram page. I don't know if you had a chance to read that review or that interview I did. Um, but she goes by Arokukari on Instagram. I heard of her. I haven't checked out her stuff, but friends of mine have like told me that like, you should check her out. Like Her customs are amazing and fantastic. I think she did like the uh, Ninja Turtles, the updated movie movie version of them? Yes, and they look amazing. And one of the things she said that she loves doing is she likes taking the figures because they're sculpted. She said they're sculpted really nice and have really good details in the sculpting. It's usually the painting that um, is always underdeveloped. And what she likes to do is take that figure and add more paint to it to bring out the details of the figure. And she just does an amazing job. Um, so yeah, if you ever get a chance to check her out, it's it's Oroku Kari um, on Instagram, spelled R O I can't even say it O R O K U K A R A I, and you can check out all of her figures on Instagram. And we also have a an interview up with her right now on TempleOfGeek.com where she talks about what she does with the photography and the the customization. So it's really cool. But I think that's enough introductions for us for today on this episode. Let's talk a little bit about news and get into what this episode's, you know, what this show is going to be all about. So what we plan to do is give you a little bit of news each week about some figures and maybe talk about what we're collecting that week and maybe what we found and some other things. So, um, Jose, you said you have a couple news stories that you want to share for this week. Uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> this happened yesterday at um, GameStop release is having partnerships with Sony for their Spider-Man line. Uh-huh. They're releasing two fig- two figures. One is a two-pack, and one's an actual six-inch uh, Marvel Legends figure. Well, the two-pack is uh, Marvel Legends, uh, three quarter-inch figures. One is Spider-Man and uh, and the villain for the new Spider-Man game, uh, Mr. Negative, which their figures look fine. I don't collect those uh, Marvel Legends three-inch cores, but I was excited when they announced that we're going to have the six inch uh marvel legend spider-man based on the game it, it comes with uh obviously uh two fisted hands and two uh web shooting hands and it also comes with a web attachment so you can have them like shooting the web out which i was super excited i didn't want to make my own webs by using twist ties uh-huh. it's it's annoying it's it's time consuming and then you can ever pre-order at GameStop online or actual go to the actual store so i had friends of mine that pre-order theirs I go to my local GameStop. I, you know, I'm gonna pre-order the figure. I show them the link to the website and the description of the figure. They look it up. They, oh, I go, we placed the order. Cool. And then later, if I, I get a call from GameStop saying that, oh, we had to cancel your pre-order. Like, what do you mean to cancel the pre-order? I later found out that GameStop decided to pull the pre-orders, so yeah. they canceled everyone's pre-order. Now, did they say the why? Um, some say it was like they couldn't handle the uh, the demand. Other pre-orders is too much for them, so they decided to pull the plug. Now, do you really think that's the reason? I mean, because I mean, let's look, let's talk about gaming for a second here. Just not even two years ago, 
we had uh, the Nintendo Switch release, and the pre-order for all that was overwhelming, but they were able to manage that over a course of time of getting it manufactured. Or do you think that the manufacturer, Hasbro, didn't want to give and create a bunch of figures for GameStop? I mean... Well, I, what I think is probably they probably released the the pre-order too early. That's my best guess. And that usually happens. That's possible. So probably someone from like GameStop or Hasbro decided, oh, let's do the pre-order. And then they just got the flush of like, you know, collectors <laughs> coming in. Like, and, well, what was going on? And, and then, here come the fans. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. It's, you know what? It's too much. Act where we should we shouldn't release this, and we're gonna pull a plug. So hopefully they probably will announce it again, probably at Comic Con. You know, like, oh, you guys, guess what? We're gonna release uh, the uh, Spider-Man Marvel Legends based on the game, and here you guys go. So hopefully that they, they'll, they'll release it again. Or have the chance to pre-order it because I really want that figure. It'd be really cool if they re-released it like in a box set with the actual game, you know? Because there's gonna be a bunch of people pre-ordering that PS4 game. I don't know if you have a PS4. Oh yeah, um, I already pre-ordered the game because I was like, I saw the trailer of the gameplay. Like, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, it looks so good. But <laughs> it'd just be cool, if, like, if you were able to pre-order like the collector's edition, and part of the collector's edition is you get a, that figure. Well, um, the collection comes with an actual statue of Spider-Man. Like he's like um, doing his like pose on some something. They don't show it. It's like covered like a canvas and has like caution tape on it. Uh-huh. So people are expecting. Oh, it's probably like a gargoyle he's standing on, or a roof, or like a rooftop edge. Some people say it's, it could be a destroyed uh, Spider Slayer. That'd be awesome. So, what else is happening in the world of toys? Um, over. Over across the pond, a uh, local um, toy collector has released uh, has went to his local comic book store and, re- and released photos of the cur- of the newest Spider-Man wave that's coming out. I want to say, I think Fall from Marvel Legends. Uh-huh. It's the uh, it comes with Doc Ock, uh, House of M Spider-Man, Cloak, and Dagger. They're not a two pack; it's separate, which is kind of dumb. I wish they could done a two pack. Um, comic book version of Elektra and Daredevil when he was the leader of the Shadow of the Hand. So it's a black suit. And who else? Oh, and uh, Scarlet Spider. The uh, remember, the Kane version when he has like the spikes sticking out of his wrist. Uh-huh. And then when you get all, all six of them, these Doctor doesn't have a buildable piece. You get the um, SPD Spider figure from the Spider-Verse storyline. It's from the in the distant future, which a uh, little girl controls a mech uh, Spider-Man suit. That's awesome. It's about, I think, almost like 10 inches tall. 9 or 10 inches tall. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the, and those are, you said that they were released, like, uh, what do you call it? They're not publicity shots or whatever. They're, they're uh... No, they have them, like, already in, like, um, comic book stores. Oh, so, so they're already out in Europe. We just haven't gotten mm-hmm. them over here. No, we'll probably get those probably, I want to say, late summer, early fall. Well, awesome. I guess we'll be on the lookout for those, too, because, you know, Spider-Man is one of my favorite Marvel characters. Um, I, I just, I love collecting Spider-Man, so uh, I just recently picked up a black suit Spider-Man Marvel Legends figure. It's not the greatest figure in the world, but it's, it's holding me over until I can get a better sp- figure. Is it the one with the uh, Sandman? Yes. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it wasn't. It, I picked it up. I was like, oh man, Black Suit Spider Man. I need to grab this and add this. But yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> I think the last news story I want to talk about with you is uh, one of the San Diego Comic Con exclusives. And I heard that you were very sad. Um, it was the 1990s uh, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles set that was coming out by Nika. And uh, pre orders basically sold out instantaneously. Yeah. Um- I always pre- I always get the pronouncing wrong. I always pronounce the company's name. Is it NECA or? It might be NECA. I think I always pronounce it NECA. Well, like um, NECA Toys, they uh, announced that if you don't know what NECA Toys are, they do the pretty much the movie lines for Predator, Aliens, um, some Terminator stuff, and also pretty much like the nice, uh, like awesome sci-fi movie uh, mo- movies they've done. They, they pretty much on the figures. They also done horrors, horror movies, uh-huh. that, which are amazing they just release or they're about to release uh it from the 2017 version where it looks amazing and really good close up which so NECA is doing a couple exclusives for comic-con one is the Gamma gotoro figure uh hawkins from predator which shane black played and also wrote and directed predator uh a chia pet baby group uh <laughs> And then the 1990 Ninja Turtle four uh, four pack, and also you can also get the playset diorama from the from the movie, and also comes with the four turtles. So I try my hardest to you know try to purchase one of them. It, yeah, instantly sold out in less than four minutes. Yeah, they're like, and the price points uh, for the turtles are one twenty five. Get all four turtles. You get their accessories, the weapons. You get a container of ooze. And a slice of pizza for Michelangelo. So, did it, was it just the box set that sold out, or was it also the diorama? Also, di- the diorama sold out as well too. That's crazy. I wonder. How- it's like it's two fifty. You get the diorama, and I believe you get the four turtles with it as well. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's sad that they're sold out because that would have been awesome to have. Yeah, I, I, they said they might have more coming up during this week, but once I believe Fridays. Probably tomorrow's probably not my last chance to get it. If I can't get it, then I have to physically go to Comic-Con to purchase it. <laughs> Which, so, I don't have a pass for Comic-Con, so I'm out of luck. So you're going to be trying to uh, get passes the other way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or spend an extra 100 bucks from a from a scalper to buy that playset. Yeah, I'd, scalping, that's a whole other subject. Maybe we'll cover that one day on this show. <laughs> but all right, well, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode? Um, I just want to say I hope you guys like this episode. If you guys like it, go ahead and uh, find, I don't know where we're going to put this at. I'm sure at the website and also on iTunes. Um, yeah, if you guys like it, or you know, let us know what other stuff you guys want us to talk about. You know, That's pretty much my final thoughts. Awesome. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Five Points of Articulation Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek. Do you want to check out some of our other episodes or shows? Why don't you head over to templeofgeek.com? There you'll find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. Thank you for joining us on this episode. I've been Daniel. I've been Jose. And we'll see you next time.